Welcome to the FBC Athens podcast, open to explore devotions. The devotion for today, the twelfth day in our Lenten journey to the cross, is given by Jesse Robinette. It is based on the parable of the laborers in the vineyard, as recorded in Matthew 20, verses 1 through 16. It is read today from The Message. Listen to the tune of Simple Gifts played by Addison Acock and prepare your mind, heart, and spirit to listen for God. God's kingdom is like an estate manager who went out early in the morning to hire workers for his vineyard. They agreed on a wage of a dollar a day and went to work. Later, about nine o'clock, the manager saw some other men hanging around the town square unemployed. He told them to go to work in his vineyard and he would pay them a fair wage. They went. He did the same thing at noon and again at three o'clock. At five o'clock, he went back and found still others standing around. He said, Why are you standing around all day doing nothing? They said, Because no one has hired us. He told them to go to work in his vineyard. When the day's work was over, the owner of the vineyard instructed his foreman, Call the workers in and pay them their wages. Start with the last hired and go on to the first. Those hired at five o'clock came up and were each given a dollar. When those who were hired first saw that, they assumed they would get far more. But they got the same, each of them one dollar. Taking the dollar, they groused angrily to the manager. These last workers put in only one easy hour, and you just made them equal to us, who slaved all day under a scorching sun. He replied to the one speaking for the rest, Friend, I haven't been unfair. We agreed on the wage of a dollar, didn't we? So take it and go. I decided to give to the one who came last the same as you. Can't I do what I want with my own money? Are you going to get stingy because I am generous? Here it is again, the great reversal. Many of the first ending up last and the last first. So the last will be first and the first will be last. When hearing these words from Matthew twenty sixteen, I believe we can collectively agree that everyone deserves an equal amount of happiness and goodwill in their lives. Regardless of circumstances or the work put forth, the idea of collective happiness for all is a good thing. However, putting this idea into practice when illustrated in our everyday experiences can be difficult, often causing comparison and resentment to appear out of nowhere. At times, 
our good intentions can get lost in the daily shuffle of life. As a self-proclaimed overachiever, I can tell you from personal experience that a constant desire for approval can be exhausting. Whether it's personal or professional, I strive to excel. When given a task with the end goal resembling some type of approval, praise, or recognition from someone I respect, I do everything I can to ensure a successful outcome. It's almost as if I have tunnel vision. This is possibly sounding really crazy, but hopefully I'm resonating with a few of you. If you're thinking this is a little strange, wait till you hear this. List, no, checklist, calm me down. Deadlines energize me. I think rubrics are exciting and I find that rules and guidelines provide a sense of structure that I crave. I know it sounds a little odd, but keep listening. I believe that all of this has skewed my sense of self-worth. Rather than staying focused on the task at hand, I sometimes begin to compare myself and my work to others. This causes frustration. It's especially troubling to me when others aren't following rules or guidelines set in place, rules that I believe to be important. When I do reach this point, I step back and find relief in knowing I don't need to rely on anyone's approval when determining my self-worth. Having structure might motivate me, but it shouldn't define me. I remind myself who is actually in charge and that everyone who believes will receive the same reward for eternal life. Following rules or being an overachiever doesn't win me extra points just as those doing the bare minimum will not be punished. This knowledge allows me to take a deep breath and fall into the arms of the Lord with reassurance that he sees me. He knows my heart. Comparing ourselves to others, especially when we don't know what their lives are truly like, can be emotionally draining and cause frustration when we feel as if we're not measuring up. He wants the best for everyone. Let that sink in. He wants the best for everyone, not just the rule followers or those who complete their checklist. I can imagine this type of frustration and exhaustion is similar to that of the early risers and idol workers in today's passage. Workers who clearly adhered to a given schedule and were ready to put in a hard day's work. I appreciate the way the text describes the workers' response upon hearing their daily wages matched that of the hourly workers hired late in the day. In verse 11, the early risers grumbled against the landowner. Unfortunately, I can relate to those grumbling workers. While I may do a good job of smiling and congratulating others when noting their success, I will admit to sometimes grumbling a little bit inside my head. They didn't work as hard as me. They got that handed to them. I've worked twice as hard and as long, or maybe even telling myself it's just not fair. Today's passage explicitly states that the last will be first and the first will be last, meaning that everyone, no matter their upbringing or current situation, has been promised the kingdom of God. This statement provides me with a sense of conviction for the internal grumbling I've been known to do when comparing myself to others. However, it also invites me to take a deep breath and remind myself that none of it matters. I don't need to rely on rules and routine to get ahead in life, or more importantly, to earn any kind of favor with God. He already loves me. When faced with comparison, I will turn my grumbling complaints into glorious prayers of appreciation for the one who made me. Lord, thank you for your unwavering love and guidance. Thank you for your never-failing love for all your children. <music>